Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I am Sister B. I appreciate you tuning again this week. I give honor to God the Father, the Son Jesus, who is the head of my life, and the Holy Spirit. Last week, we left off talking about the importance of operating in the anointing of God, what He has anointed us for. But before I go any further, let's go to God in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for an opportunity to come before people in order to minister your word. I don't take it for granted. Thank you. Praise God. I ask that you open the ear, the hearts of every listener. Give your word to fall on receptive hearts. Good ground to where they will run, run on for you based on their place in Jesus Christ. Praise God. I ask that you also give me the grace to minister what you've given me. All these things I ask in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Well, as I said, last week we were talking about David. We left off in David. And um, <laughs> and I, uh, King David, well, he was not King David at that, that point. Uh, I did uh, share, uh, you know, what, what not to do when I uh, shared, you know, I wanted to sing rather than answer the call of God because singing seemed easier, yet it was actually harder. And though I can laugh at myself now, but it was not funny then. I want to tell you that it was very hard, very hard. And, and um, it, it was very, uh, uh, I was very discontent. It was like trying to fit a square pig into a round hole. So that's it. Uh, don't do what I did. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, just just be in your place where God has placed you in his son's body, in Jesus' body, and ask him what that is if you don't know. And I want to say this too. Start paying attention to what you do with ease because oftentimes people are actually operating in their spiritual and ministry gifts all along, but they don't know that's what they're doing. Pay attention to what you do with ease, as well as pay attention to what's hard and laborious, praise God. And don't do that. <laughs> okay, so um, last week we did talk about David and Goliath, King Saul, in 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter. Praise God. And um, <laughs> we talked about, um, um, excuse me, I'm still laughing at my own self. David used um, stone. He picked up five s smooth stones. And I'm not going to read that whole passage, you know, for the sake of time. David used uh, a sling and a stone. He picked up five smooth stones. 
in order to defeat Goliath. And that's because uh, he was familiar with that. He had used the slings and the stones prior to meeting up with Goliath. Unlike the armor that Saul, King Saul, had him to put on. And if you remember, David said, I cannot, I cannot go in these. I have not proved them. And I want to put it a better way. God has not proved them for him. He has not been proven in that area. So he took the something that simple that didn't seem like it would do much damage and kill the giant. That's the difference when God has anointing, anointed us to do something and put it in our hand versus someone else's. See, this is why it's important too, because we don't need to go forth in someone else's stuff. Praise God. He anointed that sling and that stone, and, and uh, he was skilled because God taught him. He perfected, perfected uh, David's aim and strength in that area. And throughout his time in tending his father's sheep, well, he was familiar with that versus going in Saul's armor. So anyway, another thing that can happen is um, rather than experiencing that joy and liberty that I mentioned and that confidence, liberty of spirit and that confidence and the love of God that flows through us when we're operating in our spiritual ministry gifts, um, we can experience a sense of discontentment, a sense of discontentment. As I said, it's like trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. And it's not just myself in regard to the singing example that I gave, but anybody that operates outside the place that God has put them in the body of Christ experiences this. You know, once the Lord allowed me to observe and hear a pastor, not my own pastor, this was another pastor whom I won't name, and that has, he had more of an evangelistic ministry. His ministry gift was an evangelist. I could hear it in his heart. He, he had a heart for evangelism. And this pastor also had a prophetic anointing on him as well. And, you know, I, I have sat in the pews. I have visited that church. And not only does he come across as discontent with being in the place that he's at, the members are just as discontent as him. So, because he doesn't have the heart of a pastor. He sounds more liberated when he's speaking of evangelism and the things that he did while on the streets and in the field. And, and he also flows very good as a prophet. You know, that keeps coming out of his mouth. Um, you know, the way the prophet would express themselves when talking about God and the word of God and the people of God. It keeps coming up and out of his heart like that. With ease, he flows there. So I say all this because it is imperative, it's vital to the life and the function of the body of Christ that we operate where he and God has placed us in his son. Because the body of Christ is actually a living, breathing organism versus a religious organization. That is not what God wants. Jesus came in order for us to be that, that living, breathing organism of his body, by his spirit, by faith. Let's go to Ephesians, the first chapter, please. 
We're going to start at verse 22. It reads, And he hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And he is referring to Jesus Christ. Excuse me, this, the word is referring to Jesus Christ. We will um, see that. Well, let me just read that. Verse 20, which he wrought in Christ, talking about what God did through Jesus Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. That being said, Jesus Christ is the head of the body of him that filleth all in all. And I did mention a few weeks back that Jesus gave gifts unto man in order to fill all things to himself. And the body of Christ is an expression, a full, he wants us to be the full expression of himself like he was while walking the earth in order to fill all things to himself. Fulfill it through us, which are now his body, yet he is the head. It's important to remember that because I'm going to give you an example. If you can just picture with me our physical body, okay? And Jesus is the head of this spiritual body, of course, and it functions spiritual and supernatural. Picture the physical body. The brain is in position in our head. And all our bodily functions, our hands, our speech, our heart, our lungs, our feet, our ears, our eyes, they operate and so on. They operate and originate from the brain in order to operate properly. It's the same with the body of Jesus Christ. We must hold Jesus as head of the body in order for the church to fulfill his purpose while here on earth in like manner that he did. Because what happens is the examples that I told you, the example of myself, the example of that pastor that I observed, were out of place and it won't function, the body of Christ won't function properly because there's no power, there's no grace in those areas, we operate outside of that, outside of where God has set us in the body. He has set each member in the body as it has pleased him. And our body parts are related to members, hands, feet, toes, whatever. They're members. The Lord has placed us strategically inside his body. I want you to, to continue to, to picture this. In order that we function in power, like I said, there's no power if we go outside of that. There's no grace that we function in power and to fulfill his purposes on the earth, the kingdom of God, to demonstrate the kingdom of God, just like he, he did while he was walking the earth, praise God. That's who we are to be in regard to, to the body of Jesus Christ when we are functioning in our proper place in Christ, praise God, by faith, by grace, and by his spirit. Well, it looks like that's all we have time for. I do thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. Oh, and Father, let me ask that you said that when your word goes forth, 
it will accomplish that which you please. I ask that you do so because you said you would. All this I ask in Jesus' name. Again, this is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. And until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Let them that are athirst come and let them take the water of life freely. Spirit of Life Ministries is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to be a blessing to the ministry, donations can be made through the Giveify app. To contact the ministry, Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414 249 5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.